another day. All right, let's ride. time for the minds one time for the grind no playing this ride podcast number 73 first and foremost rest in peace my man one of my favorite rappers of all time and one of my new favorites well as of 2010 2011 shout out to my whole my homeboy jeremy for putting me on nipsey hustle may he rest in peace man ah shit it's it messed me up hearing that. I'm at nephew's basketball game, watching him do his thing, and when the homie, when the homie look at me and say, "Hey man," he say, "Your boy got pop," and I'm thinking at the time, you know, he's gonna bounce back. It's gonna be straight. He just got shot outside the store. I'm not thinking that, you know, the unthinkable is gonna happen, and he ended up passing away. Tragic, sad story, man. Sad story, but. The one thing I can say about it, that I'll say about it right now, is that uh, keep the legacy alive, keep the dream alive, keep the marathon mentality. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, man. It's gonna take a long time to get shit right, but we gotta get it right together. And look at this shit like building a team. And look at life like building a team, building the brand, and just kinda keep his memory alive by following the game that he was trying to teach everybody. You know, take your time, build it the right way, and, you know, it'll go to fruition. It'll be all you want it to be. But we just got to take the time to actually sit there and do this shit and make sure we build a solid foundation and know what we're talking about, know what your product is, know what your dreams and your goals are, take the first step, and just gather up all the information that you need and then master that shit. And then put yourself in a position where you don't need nobody else. That seems to be the game he was giving out. Where if somebody else won't do it for you, go do it your damn self because you about your business. Because nobody else is going to be about your business like you're going to be about your own. So if you really want to do something for your community, if you really want to do something for yourself, your family, whatever, stick to it. Don't lose focus. Take your time. Get it right. And once you learn the game, master it and then spread it to other people. That's what I got from, from Nipsey Hussle, from the information that I seen him put out, from the interviews, from all the songs I listened to. That's what I got from my main man, Nipsey Hussle, man. I had a lot of respect for that guy, and it's terrible to me that when somebody got on the right path in life and was going towards you know, uh, improving his community, they took the guy out. So here we sit with a community leader, business owner, black entrepreneur, an elder to the young guys and just a wise person in the music industry overall. Here we go while he's trying to give back and improve his community and improve the health of black people and spread the message of Dr. Sebi. Here we go, taking him out. And, and you know, my basic, in my basic mind, I understand 
I don't know what the cause of this was. Quite frankly, I don't care. And I just feel like you got to set yourself aside. And this is maybe me being selfish because I'm, I'm about my people and I'm, I'm about somebody building a community and laying the blueprint for somebody else to go back and do the same shit. That's what I'm about. That's one of my goals in life is to do something to improve the community. Whether it's this or whatever else I can do, I want to give back and improve the city I came from or wherever I'm living at the time. You feel me? So for me to see this man taken out, maybe, maybe I'm selfish to think that somebody else should have let go or something he might have done to them in the past when he was a younger person. I feel like maybe you gotta let that go. Because you going out there trying to take his life is only gonna make your life that much worse. It don't fix anything. We know this by how shit's been going on. The cycle's been going on for decades, years. It don't fix it. None of that shit has ever worked. If that was the case, there wouldn't be gangs no more. It'd just be neighbors. Somebody did something, something happened to them, everybody's like, okay, they pieced it up and that was it. But we know it don't work, that we're still stuck in the same fucked up cycle. Well, here was somebody trying to break the cycle. And I'm gonna say, I feel like somebody else selfishly took out a person who's trying to make it better for everybody else. That's just how I feel, that's what I'm rolling with. And I just, I, could, I couldn't shake it. I'm not a crier, I'm not one of those types, and I, at times I wish I was, but I just had to shake my head. And it, usually you numb, you know, you hear like a rapper died, and, and it's fucked, it, it may seem fucked up to say, but then again it's not, in my opinion. You expect certain things from certain people. This is a man I wanted to see get to the level that Jay-Z's at. That's what I wanted to see Nipsey Hussle get to. Just imagine where he would be with that amount of time. With that amount of time to cook and develop and mature. And I'm not saying he's not already close to that, but just imagine how much wiser he would be and how much more experience he would have when he got to have more conversations with business owners and elders on how to move and do things. Like, this is the type of person that loves to learn and loves to push out knowledge. So that's what I believe he would have continued to do. But to see him struck down at the young age of 33 over some bullshit is crazy to me. It's real crazy to me. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I know the whole story because I, I really do, I, understand, I get I get the emotion of somebody taking one of your homies out and you feeling like you gotta go do something. Sometimes people feel obligated to go do some shit. But this is somebody who's been on a positive vibe for the last shit, the last decade, just about. So I, I just don't see how this was the right move to make. Because this is one of those things where one death could lead to a whole lot more. So I just don't understand the move. I think it was selfish, I think it was stupid, I think we shot ourselves in the fucking foot, if not the neck, with this one. Because who, now who's gonna wanna step up? Who's gonna be ready to say when black people, hey, we fucking up, we doing it wrong, let's do it this way. What other rapper's gonna come out with that knowledge and be able to speak to, to gang members and intellectuals alike? and move like that. They few and far between. They few and far between. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, you got people that are gonna make shoot em up, bang bang songs, and you got people that are gonna make albums like Mailbox Money that's giving you a message about getting residual income and how much equity 
matters to somebody trying to build wealth and to a community of people trying to build wealth. You're not gonna get that from a lot of places. And Nipsey Hussle was one of those places you was gonna get it from. Every time, every interview, he's out there dropping jewels. And now he's gone over some bullshit. We gonna learn though, at some point, we gonna learn we look up and be like our predecessors in the 60s and 70s, when they look up and they, all they goddamn heroes dead and gone. We gotta protect the people that wanna protect us. And we not doing that. And sometimes we, we get caught up in the cancel culture, we don't get caught up in the protection culture. Protect them. Don't let that man walk up on Nipsey. Don't let our other leaders and people like J. Cole and Kendrick go unprotected. Let's not let the media fucking up and fuck the narrative up about their names. And shout out to NBC News for the stuff they put out about Nipsey, about he wanted to open uh, the open art, uh, I want to say market. I'm not 100% sure what it was. My memory is leaving me right now, but how he wanted to create a place where, we, where you can go curate art in the community that Crenshaw Waves from. I've never heard no other rapper want to do that in my life. Nothing like it. He's trying to connect Venice Beach to Crenshaw, trying to bridge the gap between Venice Beach, not Venice Beach, excuse me, trying to, trying to bridge the gap between Crenshaw and Silicon Valley. Because if you look at the way some of us grow up, that shit seems like it's light years away. And it's a few hundred miles, depending on where you live. So one time for Nip Hustle, man, may he rest in peace. Uh, great man. And for anybody who listened to this, it made me really proud to see a lot of people who I didn't know fucked with him singing his praises when they heard about his passing because I know I'm not nowhere near one of the first, but back in 2010, I was in school out in San Diego and one of the roommates happened to be a, a fan of Nipsey Hussle and put me on. And I've been rocking with him ever since that day. And I've been trying to tell people, hey man, check out Nipsey, check out Nipsey, check out Nipsey. And I don't give a damn if you heard it from me, heard it from somebody else, as long as you heard and figured out how raw, how raw Cuz was, how smart he was, how he was just giving people game. And I just, I'm back in my hometown right now, bending these corners. If I sound fucked up, forgive me, but I had to get out of here through these streets, man. Because I was just going through this shit with my little nephews and my little cousin trying to give them free game, free game. And I kept saying it to them because sometimes we don't listen. But you got people like Nipsey who can get the ear of a young person and put him up on game because he's talking finance, he's talking money, he's talking wealth. He's talking being able to build something. And that's something they can, that can catch their attention. They can, they can take that and do something real with it. So you gotta respect a guy like that, man. I know he had a past, but you trying to change his life and change the life of people around him, that's beautiful. So um, shout out to him, man. Rest in peace, Nissan Hustle, man. Keep his memory alive. Run your laps, man. Marathon mentality. That's the way, that's the way you uh, support somebody who's passed on. Keep their memory alive. And pass on the blessings they would have given to somebody else. And not to sell him short, I just didn't follow him like that. But shout out to Tech Nine from Philadelphia, the battle rapper who recently passed away in his sleep. Um, unfortunate, he had transcended from just being 
a guy who, who was a great performer and battle rapper to being somebody who provided commentary. So shout out to him and his family and uh, anybody uh, who was a fan of his. I got to say that because I never know who's going to listen to this and I don't want to be saying something disrespectful, especially about an individual I respect who was good at his craft. So one time for the man, uh, Tech 9 doing this thing and his legacy is, uh, is a big one too. I heard them talking about him on the Joe Button podcast about how how he had a good energy to him. He was always a good vibe when he was around. So you got to respect people like that. And you got to appreciate and hold on to folks like that. Because far too often, they go underappreciated, and the next thing you know, they gone. I'm one of the people that got to work on that. We as a people should work on that. We quick to tear people down, slow to build them up. A lot of things they got to change. I'm going to move on to a few other topics, man. Some that made me mad, some that I don't know. It's kind of messed up thinking about this, uh, these people passing away. But um, something that kind of irritated me recently was Jesse Smollett won't be charged. And I, I'm not too sure how I feel about it, man. Because from, from what I was informed with and from what I believe, it sounds like some false report shenanigans. And like I said a few podcasts ago, maybe the last one, whenever I said it, it's like you can't do shit like that. You discredit your whole community. You part of the LBGTQ community and all that. Black person. It's like you can't fuck with these hate crimes like that. There has to be something that we also protect because that shit can happen to anybody. But it happens to us a lot. And I feel like you put a damper on it and people are going to be less apt to believe real victims. You fucking over real victims because you got celebrity status and you want your name popping. Because I don't give a damn what nobody says. If you go from telling everybody it was two white guys wearing Make American Great Again hats, then it turns out to be two fucking Nigerians, something's a little fishy. If they're coming out saying you record, that you guys rehearsed the shit, something's a little bit fucking fishy. Like, the whole thing sounds crazy. Now, him getting let off, I got no issue with that. With them not wanting to deal with, deal with him and waste tax dollars on that, I ain't got no problem with that. What's the point? You're talking about the motherfucker paid to get himself beat up and probably lost his damn job on Empire. He put himself in jail. He put himself in fucking financial jail. That was just goddamn stupid. That was just fucking stupid. So yeah, just let him let him go try to find, go find a job somewhere. You're an actor, you're a professional liar, whatever. Go do your thing. But everybody's gonna know you're gonna be a punchline for the rest of your fucking career. It's just it's sickening though. To watch people come out and be like, ah, I told you, like, no, you know this motherfucker was lying. And that's like my biggest problem when it comes to these people, people like that. And, you can't just jump out the window and support them because they're black. That ain't how this shit's supposed to go. Some of these people have to be held accountable because we have to we have to protect the integrity of the community. That's what we got to do. Not hold this guy up because we don't want to see the man take him down. No, we got to protect the integrity of the community so that when we start talking shit, we start complaining, and we start trying to bring awareness to things, that we don't let them weaponize this foolishness and use it against us as a way to discredit the claims that are being made. That's why I have big issues with like that. Like, 
There's no way in hell I'm still fucking supporting R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. No way. I feel like both of them did that shit. Sorry how I feel. Too much evidence. But let Donald Trump say one thing on TV and motherfuckers that don't even pay attention to politics will jump all over and be like, he's the biggest idiot in the world. And that may be true to you by the things that you've seen him do or heard him say. If that's how you feel, I completely understand. I completely, 100% understand. But just have that same energy when there's, when there's obvious evidence that somebody black that's popular did some stupid shit. Because if you don't, you just as bad as the people that you feel like support the president. When he goes out there and says crazy, ridiculous things without any type of vetting, clashing with his own advisors, you sound just like them. 100%. Because you got, you got R. Kelly talking about he's innocent while his longtime manager talking about how he forged a marriage certificate for him and Aaliyah. He's telling you, yeah, he's a creep. But then this motherfucker gonna go and say, yeah, I'm innocent, I didn't do none of that shit. And y'all still support him. And anybody who supported Michael Jackson, you know, they all probably got the check and or are getting the check or signed some non-disclosure agreement type shit. They can't say anything. But the, the, the pictures, the, the voicemails, all that shit, man, just a little too real for me. A little too real, a little too close, a little too weird. I can't support it. Y'all do what y'all want, but I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. My eyes are a little different. I'm looking at you, blindly supporting the man that you know in your brain is a goddamn creep. I'm just saying, you are being judged like a motherfucker. By me, but I'm nobody, so whatever. And speaking of uh, and judgment, like, I don't know how to feel about this Cardi B situation. It's one of those things I didn't care to go look for because I thought it was stupid. I thought it was a bunch of bullshit. I didn't want to go see her sit there and tell on herself for some stupid shit she did when she was a when she was an exotic dancer. When she was out there getting her getting her shit cracking, whatever. And and maybe I'm like one of these other people, but I don't really fuck with her like that. I see her. She's funny, but I don't go listen to her music. I don't download it, none of that shit. That ain't really my mood. That ratchet shit is cool for other people. That ain't really what I want to hear. You ask me female rapper, I'm going to say Rhapsody. I'm not going to be thinking about Cardi B. That ain't what I'm on. So I can't cancel somebody I, wasn't, I already wasn't fucking with. But that shit, that shit goes to show like, hey, you need better management better mentorship, something. You're the hottest artist in the world, probably next to Drake, at least on the hip-hop side. And it's fair to say Cardi's damn near a pop a pop artist. No disrespect intended, but it's like, damn, you you still saying wild shit? Why are you getting the bag? Why are, why are you trying to fuck it up? And for what? I just don't understand. These people get money do the craziest fucking things, but... I don't know if the video's old, I don't know if it's new, I don't know if it's something somebody rehashed, and it may not even be real. But the fact that it's believable should be damaging enough. My opinion, that's just how I feel. But it's just crazy, all this shit going on with these celebrities, people passing away, you got surviving R. Kelly, leaving Neverland, surviving Cardi, leaving the Bronx, whatever you want to call it, it's just wild. It's wild, and it kind of put a damper on my mood because I am back home. 
I did get to come back home to the illustrious, grimy and slimy, just the way I like it, Jacksonville, Florida, man. I just kind of put a damper on my mood a little bit hearing about the death of, the, of an artist I really respect. But you know, I still got to get out here and live my life, man. So I'm out here bending these corners like I used to when I first started the podcast. Like most of the time, I pull up somewhere, park, kick it, so I can get it off with like with no bullshit. Try to make the sound as good as I can for me being like in the car. I know it's not really easy or practical to do it that way, but that's the way I got to get it because that's the way I'm living out here. But today I'm like, shit, I'm at the crib. I'm going to bend these corners, man. I'm actually sliding through Justino right now, but, you know, I just, I had to get out and get in the city. The weather fucked up. It's raining. It's gray. And I'm like, yeah, feel like home. Feel like home. Because I don't give a damn what you say, where you're from, who you know, what you believe in. Nothing feels like home, man. When you've been away, and you ain't been to this motherfucker in a while. It's been like two years since I've been home. Sometimes you got to slide through and just look at stuff. And unfortunately, from where I come from, over in the Arlington area, it seems like a lot of it's falling off. Looks like it's gotten a, just a tad bit worse, if I can say, since I left here as a, as a youngin' back in 2009. And maybe because I was, you know, I've been away it's kind of shocking to me a little bit, even though I come back. I just always expect the neighborhoods to bounce back, but now it seems like it's it's getting a little worse every time. Like the grass is getting a little longer. You know, uh, streets are looking a little rougher. Like there's no infrastructure to fix the, the streets, or there's no funding. I really believe that white flight is happening in certain areas, but then I just lived through Justina, seeing like four or five white people, which to me was, was kind of rare. I don't remember seeing that as a youngin, but I just seen like two, uh, I think what's the word, goth, one of the goth, two goth women walking down the street, a couple other white dudes walking around, that's crazy to me. Now over there where I'm from, off of Townsend and, you know, Mill Road, I'm used to seeing that shit, but to see it like right in Justina, that was kind of weird. It's cool, but it's weird. So I just... Just want to hit y'all, man, real quick because I wasn't gonna do this. My idea was to sit down with the homies and get one and get a podcast off and get it cracking like that. But you know, plans fall through. I'm already a day late with this one, so I figured I'd give you guys a little bit of me, my more personal side of me being on and slide through the city, getting to see my folks, man. And I will say one thing, man: take care of family. Because there's been a significant amount of my time spent here taking care of family. And sometimes it's just something that you got to do. It ain't always fun, but it's always necessary. So please make sure you do that. If you've got somebody in your life that needs a little bit of help, and you can afford to help them, whether it be with your time or your finances, hopefully with a little bit of both, do that. You never know how good it's going to feel to see for somebody else to see you taking the time out to help a family member. And for that family member, 100%, to see you out to know that you're willing to stop what you're doing on your vacation time or your off-duty at work time to spend time with them and help them out. It's a great lesson for peers in your family, age-wise, and it's a great lesson for your kids if you have any because at some point, you're going to want your kids to take care of you. And that's the way the cycle should be, in my opinion.
definitely do that. And I'm down here, and I'm supposed to went downtown because apparently they're tearing down the Jacksonville landing. And uh, I was supposed to go down there and try to see it, but I haven't made it down there. And it may be just a little bit too late. It's supposed to be like a big party I didn't go to. Because all I'm hearing about is how people's getting lit up out here. And I'm like, I really don't want to put myself in a position to get popped, especially when I'm out here trying to see family. And I ain't got no issues or nothing like that. But still, it's like, damn, do I really want to go out there and the weather's kind of bad? Haven't really seen everybody I need to see. Let me get my ass on in this house, man, and sit down with my, with my people and chill out. But I just want to give you guys a quick little podcast while I'm out here in my hometown. Visit Jacksonville. It's not bad. It's not a bad place. Come check it out. We got good Caribbean food. I'm going to get me some spices tomorrow. God willing, I'm going to get me some spices. I've already got, came here to crush a couple crystals. Ate some Zaxby's. I'm going to go find out about another local place. I think it's called THC. Um, Trap House Chicken. Actually, I'm about to bust a Yui and see if they open right now because I ain't got no type of dinner. So, yes, y'all be good out there. Y'all do the right thing all the time, not some of the time. Do the right thing all the time, not some of the time. And go out there and unlock your personal greatness. I'm about to try to bust a turn up into this lane. I shouldn't have turned in like this. But uh, I just rode this whole turning lane. But I'm about to flip a bitch, as we call it, in the south or maybe many other places. I don't know. And try to go see if I get some of this chicken. Y'all be good. Uh... No playing this right at gmail.com. No play 247 on Twitter. Hit me up. This episode was kind of freestyle, not really planned out all too well. But I had to get some shit off my chest. I'm at home trying to see folks, and I ain't got a lot of time. So, y'all be good. Be strong. Rest in peace to Nipsey Hustle. Keep his memory alive. Remember, keep running them laps, knocking down them free throws day by day, one at a time, and making sure you set your foundation for your greatness, man, because it's out here for you. And don't let the hurdles and obstacles in life discourage you. It's only going to make you stronger. Trust me, I know. I just got a spot promotion, and it feels good to know I'm going to make that extra money after working those long hours. And then other people see me grinding, and they respected what I did because I was at work running my goddamn marathon working them long hours. And guess what? It ain't going to stop. I got one promotion. I need about two or three more before I'm satisfied. With that, y'all be good. Peace. <laughs>